Bengaluru Commute Podcast. Powered by Spooler. Welcome to the Bengaluru Commute Podcast, your only companion on the streets of Bengaluru. Bengaluru Local News. For today, the 28th of September, let's begin with updates from the city. The Karnataka Department of School Education and Literacy has formed five committees to update state curriculum textbooks for 2023-24. They will review Kannada language and social science textbooks adhering to the National Curriculum Framework 2005. Dr. Manjunath J. Hegde, a retired principal, is appointed as the chief convener. Committees, each with specific focuses and members, will oversee revisions. In other headlines, due to recent disruptions like strikes and bunds, Private schools in the city are considering shortening the 10 to 15 day Dasara vacation in October to compensate for lost academic days some schools plan to hold full day classes on Saturdays and even Sundays for higher grades D Shashikumar general secretary of the associated management of primary and secondary schools in Karnataka emphasized the need for schools to be recognized as essential services In some more news Bengaluru may experience scheduled power interruptions till month end Due to maintenance projects by power supply companies as indicated by data on the Bestcom website various areas will be affected until Saturday primarily between 10 a.m and 4 p.m Bestcom frequently schedules power outages in the Karnataka capital the affected areas include Kuntegaudana Halli Yaladabagi Havina Hallu and several others Up next urban areas including Hubali Dharwad and Belagavi serviced by Hubali Electricity Supply Company Hescom have been unable to make UPI based electricity bill payments for 7 months consumers accustomed to seamless UPI payments were redirected to the Hescom website they now press for reinstating UPI payments rural areas within Hescom's purview however gained access to UPI payments 2 months ago The delay is attributed to a technical issue in the centralized data system. Now on to other news. After years of delay, Bengaluru's longest underground metro section is finally advancing. MG Road, a prominent street, is getting a metro station over 62 feet deep. Part of the pink line, it integrates with the purple line, enhancing CBD access to the city's southern and northeastern suburbs. The 21.26 kilometers pink line comprises a 13.76 kilometer underground and a 7.5 kilometer elevated section linking Kalena Agrahara to Nagavara MG Road and Shivajinagar are 90% complete with ongoing interior work Moving on ongoing India Canada tensions are causing uncertainty in Canadian visa processing in Bengaluru particularly for student visas while India has temporarily halted visas for Canadians Canada hasn't restricted Indians Students form the majority of visa applicants followed by dependents and professionals. September is a key intake month for Canadian universities chosen for favorable weather and accommodation availability. iSchool Connect an online consultancy advises current students to proceed with travel plans but suggests 2024 applicants consider backup options in the US or UK. Meanwhile, the Indian Institute of Science Bengaluru is developing a multilingual speech to text project called Recognizing speech in Indian languages (RESPIN) to democratize speech technologies, collecting voice samples in nine languages, including dialects, IISC aims to develop accurate speech-to-text and natural language processing for agriculture and finance. The open source data gathered from 2000 native speakers in each language will empower machine learning models to understand informal spontaneous language. RESPIN is set to complete by end of 2023. 
On a different note, Bhumi College in Bengaluru will host the Bhumi Yugantar Festival on 29th and 30th September. The event aims to cultivate communities deeply connected with nature and local cultures, inspired by figures like Gandhi, J.C. Kumarapa, Vinoba Bhave and Baba Amte. Workshops and discussions on green economics, climate action, biodiversity and community building will be featured. Additionally, participants aged 18 to 29 can present eco-project ideas for a chance to win a rupees 25,000 grant. National News Moving on to the National News. The National Investigation Agency conducted raids at about three dozen locations across states like Punjab, Delhi, Haryana, Rajasthan and Uttar Pradesh. This operation is part of an extensive investigation into a network involving gangsters, smugglers and Khalistanis. The focus is on dismantling pro-Khalistani elements and gangsters engaged in violent activities including targeted killings, attacks on government structures, extortion and cross-border trafficking of weapons and drugs. Meanwhile, the Supreme Court has halted criminal defamation proceedings against Union Minister L. Murugan, initiated by a DMK-affiliated trust over his comments on trust-owned land in Chennai. The court also issued notice to the Murasoli Trust, scheduling the next hearing in six weeks. Murugan's counsel argued the defamation case was politically motivated and violated his right to free speech. The case arose from Murugan's allegations that the trust building was on allocated land for scheduled castes. In more news, the National Medical Commission's recent guidelines capping MBBS admissions at 150 students per medical college may negatively impact states excelling in higher education, like Tamil Nadu. With a population of 8 crores, Tamil Nadu already hosts over 10,000 seats, potentially preventing further expansion. The NMC's regulations, effective from 2023-24, dictate new medical colleges can only admit in multiples of 50, 100 or 150 seats, based on population ratios. Shifting our focus, India's inaugural polarimetry mission, ExpoSat, X-ray polarimeter satellite, will explore extreme conditions of bright astronomical X-ray sources. Expected for launch in December, it's the world's second mission of its kind. Polarimetry aids in understanding celestial objects from comets to galaxies. ExpoSat's crucial role lies in studying emissions from challenging sources like black holes and neutron stars. After an October test flight demonstrating abort capabilities of Ganganyaan, an unmanned mission for the orbital spacecraft is anticipated in early 2024. In a general weather update for the country, Pune and its surroundings saw heavy rain due to substantial cumulonimbus cloud formation. The downpour, accompanied by thunder and lightning, led to waterlogging and reduced visibility. Areas like Shivajinagar, Peth, Deccan and more received intense rainfall inconveniencing devotees visiting Ganesh Pandals. Anupam Kashyapi, head of IMD Pune's weather forecasting division, attributed the deluge to significant cloud development. International News Turning our attention to international news, a New York judge ruled that Donald Trump and his family business inflated asset values, dealing a significant blow to the ex-president's business prospects in the state. Justice Arthur N. Gorin's decision strengthens Attorney General Letitia James's case for damages in an upcoming trial. Ngoron revoked certificates allowing Trump's businesses to operate in New York, appointing a receiver for dissolution. The judge criticized Trump and his sons for fabricating valuations, deeming it a fantasy world. 
In ongoing news, South Korea's Constitutional Court has deemed the 2020 law banning propaganda leaflet distribution to North Korea as unconstitutional. Passed during President Moon Jae-in's tenure, the law, which carried penalties of up to three years in prison or fines of 30 million won, $22,210, faced backlash for infringing on free speech rights. The court's 72 ruling emphasized that the law excessively restricted freedom of speech. The nullification was effective immediately. In a recent development, Canada's House of Commons Speaker resigned after inviting a World War II Nazi unit veteran to Parliament during Ukrainian President Zelensky's speech. Anthony Rota introduced 98-year-old Yaroslav Hunka as a war hero from the 1st Ukrainian Division, which was associated with the Waffen-SS Galicia Division. Rota expressed deep regret acknowledging the pain caused to various communities. He stated, I accept full responsibility for my actions. In some other news, due to a COVID-19 outbreak among air traffic control staff, Gatwick Airport, London's second busiest, is enforcing an 800-flight daily limit, including arrivals and departure until Sunday. Approximately 30% of the division's personnel are absent due to various reasons, including COVID-19. This measure aims to prevent last-minute disruptions for passengers while the National Air Traffic Services, NATS, restores regular operations. Business News Let's now look at some business stories. Vedanta Group shares hit a year low after Moody's downgraded parent company Vedanta Resources Bonds, anticipating a high risk of debt restructuring. Concerns were raised about the subsidiary's cash flow amid a softening commodity market. Vedanta stocks initially dropped 6.3%, later recovering to a 4.8% decline, marking the longest losing streak since late February. In more business news, Indian edtech firm Baiju's is reportedly planning to trim around 5,500 jobs as part of a cost-cutting measure amid a business restructuring. Arjun Mohan, the new CEO of the company's India operations, is expected to merge various business verticals. The job reductions will be limited to Baiju's parent company Think and & Learn and won't affect its subsidiaries. This move is aimed at driving more students towards offline centres. Next up, in some tech news, WhatsApp is undergoing a chat interface redesign for Android, affecting colors in both regular and dark modes. Icons and buttons are also getting an upgrade. A similar redesign is in progress for WhatsApp on iOS. The changes include a new camera icon and modified video call, voice call and camera icons. The update also introduces a brighter green color scheme. The exact release date for these changes remains unknown. Moving on, Adani Ports and Special Economic Zone Limited plans a $195 million buyback of its 2024 bond, aiming to move past recent allegations. The 3.375% note saw a surge in value upon the announcement, offering $975 for every $1,000 in principle tendered by October 11th, dropping to $965 thereafter. The buyback will be funded from Adani Ports Cash Reserves, with $520 million in principal outstanding. The offer expires on October 26. In market news for September 28, the Sensex gained 219.59 points, 0.33%, to reach 66,165.06, while the Nifty rose 62.60 points, 0.32%, to 19,727.30. Out of the total, 1,701 shares saw an increase, 1,406 shares faced a decline, and 102 shares remained unchanged. The Indian rupee gained 7 paise today due to reports of RBI selling US dollars, resulting in stability for the domestic currency. Entertainment.
entertainment news. Over to news from the entertainment world. Salman Khan returns as the iconic spy in Tiger 3. The teaser, released on legendary filmmaker Yash Chopra's birth anniversary, offers an exciting glimpse into the Manish Sharma-directed film. Set for a Diwali release, it follows events from the YRF Spy Universe franchise, including Ekta Tiger 2012, War 2019, and Patan 2023. Tiger 3 releases on November 10th in Hindi, Tamil, and Telugu, and also features Katrina Kaif and Imran Hashmi. In news from Hollywood, singer Shakira faces legal action for alleged tax evasion in Spain, with authorities charging her 7.1 million dollars in Barcelona. Reportedly, she utilized an offshore company in a tax haven to evade payment. A separate case alleges 15.4 million dollars in unpaid tax, with a trial set for November 20th. Prosecutors claim she didn't pay taxes during 2012-2014, a period she spent mostly in Spain. Meanwhile, in some news from regional cinema, the audio launch of Lokesh Kanagaraj's film Leo was cancelled due to overwhelming pass requests and safety concerns, as per the producers. This decision follows a recent overcrowding incident at an AR Rahman concert. The movie stars Vijay in the lead role and is a highly anticipated Tamil release. Despite fan speculation, the producers clarified that the cancellation was not due to political pressure. Spooler Sports. In sports news, India's Anant Jeet Singh Naruka secured the silver medal in the men's skeet event at the Asian Games. He also contributed to the team's gold alongside Angad Veer Singh Bajwa. and Gurjot Kangura Naruka's excellent performance saw him poised for gold until the final moments finishing with an impressive 58-60 However Kuwait's Abdullah Al Rashidi clinched gold setting a world record with a perfect 60-60 Qatar's Nasser Al Attiyah took bronze In more sports updates Leander Pace the multiple grand slam winner made history by becoming the first Asian man nominated for the International Tennis Hall of Fame in the player category. Pace 50 is among the 6 nominees for the class of 2024. He will compete with other tennis greats like Sara Black, Anna Ivanovic, Carlos Moya, Daniel Nestor and Flavia Pennetta. Pace expressed his gratitude and excitement acknowledging the support of his family, coaches and teammates. Wrapping up sports news, Lewis Hamilton and George Russell, both Mercedes Formula 1 drivers, have recently been involved in on-track clashes. Hamilton expressed concerns about providing Russell with DRS during the Japanese Grand Prix. Mercedes Bradley Lord addressed the tensions, noting that in the heat of competition, remarks should be taken with caution. He emphasized that any necessary discussions would be held calmly during debriefs. Bengaluru Buzz Switching gears to local events, there are many events ongoing and upcoming in Bengaluru this week. Attention all dance enthusiasts. The Department of Communication Studies at Mount Carmel College Autonomous is excited to unveil the Jugalbandi Series 23, a celebration of India's diverse dance heritage, happening on September 30th and October 1st from 3:30 p.m. to 5:30 p.m. at the main auditorium of Mount Carmel College, Bengaluru. Catch the incredible Mohit Dudeja in his latest stand-up special Mujhe Aisa Lagta Hai performing live at Just Bangalore Brigade Road on the 30th of September at 7:30 p.m. Get ready for a coffee lovers delight join the cold brew and mixology workshop and discover the secrets to crafting delightful flavored recipes happening at Something's Brewing Coffee Experience Center Indranagar on October 1st from 3 p.m. to 4 p.m. 
Enjoy a festive fiesta at Hotel Royal Orchid. Join the Oktoberfest celebrations from September 29th to October 1st between 12 p.m. and 11 p.m. at Jeff's Hotel Royal Orchid, Indranagar. You can also catch popular comics Ashwin Singh and Daniel Fernandez in their latest show in the city, The Audacity Comedy Tour, performing live at Medai the Stage, Kurumangla 5th Block on the 1st of October at 6 p.m. Bengaluru weather. And finally the weather in Bengaluru on September 28th Bengaluru expects rainy weather thunderstorms and lightning in the afternoon light precipitation is highly likely temperatures will range between a warm 27 degrees celsius and a pleasant 20 degrees celsius the maximum heat index considering relative humidity will be 29 degrees celsius the anticipated maximum temperature aligns with september's average high of 28.3 degrees celsius That's all for now on the Bengaluru Commute podcast for today. I'm Anupama Rajaratnam. If you enjoyed this episode, please do follow the Bengaluru Commute podcast on your favorite podcast and player and leave a rating and a review as well. It helps other listeners to discover the show and we would just really appreciate it. Even better, if you know someone who would enjoy the podcast, share it with them. Make your commute truly extraordinary. The Bengaluru Commute Podcast skill is now available on Alexa. All you have to do is to download the skill from your Alexa app and look for the Bengaluru Commute Podcast. The Bengaluru Commute Podcast, powered by Spooler.